Please listen carefully. Welcome to the Rick and Dodd Show. Two dudes, a podcast, and some laughs. Prepare to be underwhelmed. And away we go. Okay, so that was weird. I went ahead and hit record, and then there was another completely random sound that just happened, and a bunch of them now are coming through. Um, <laughs> it never happened to you before, so either something updated, or now like my computer is possessed. So I would, you know, not put it past either of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, possessed things. <laughs> so it's been about two weeks since we we last uh, talked. Um, uh, after I put up the, the last recording, we've actually got a, uh, a handful of, uh, new listeners or at least listeners on the, the SoundCloud stream, um, that I've been noticing oh, cool. or getting notifications for. Um, so that's good. So if you're, you're one of those new listeners, welcome. Um, if you're a bot, welcome too. So that's fine. Um, and then, uh, what, what, one, one, zero, 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 one. I don't, I can't, exactly. I don't know anybody. As I was just uh, looking at a, <laughs> uh, an altar somebody got for one of, for a uh, solemn simulacrum, um, at Gen Con, which uh, is that, a, uh, an altar putting, a, a bender on there. So that's a, a pretty good one there too. So, yeah. um, so yeah, it's all, it's all very relevant there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had a, had a couple of weeks off, um, Unfortunately, not for, for good stuff, just based off of uh, the timing of everything and, and last week. Um, but uh, had some good stuff to talk about before then. Um, and then I don't think the last time we got to your movie review. Um, and then so we can we can cover that and then maybe some other stuff as well. Um, as far as just all, all the busy stuff that's that's been going on. Um so unfortunately, I was home last week, and by home I mean back in in Maryland, where I'm from, um, for one of my closest friends. He he passed away. Um, one of my oldest friends, I should say too. Um, he unfortunately passed away uh, untimely, um, and so we were there. Tried to to make it back in time uh, before he, he passed, but uh, I was in the air at the time, um, and then we were there over the course of the week helping uh, with. Uh, his family and taking care of services and stuff. So, uh, last week I was in no actual state to, to talk, um, mentally or physically. Uh, I, I don't think I would have been able to actually, you know, sit upright and, um, have words come out of my mouth for uh, mm -hmm. an extended period of time and have it make sense in any way, shape or form. Um, but, uh, kind of at the expense of that, uh, looking forward to, uh, being able to, to kind of reconnect next week, uh, as we were just uh, prepping a, a little bit off mic for in, in the Outer <laughs> Banks, um, getting friends back together um, and just having a good time because there's a lot that happens when somebody with that much history uh, in your life passes away and it brings back mm -hmm. a lot. Um, I haven't really processed it all, um, so I'm still kind of looking at that, um, trying to figure out what all that means. Um, but uh, I, I definitely plan on writing something, so I may end up, uh, when I do write something, I may just record that as like a, a mini monologue episode or something or tack it on to our next one. Um, but that's uh, still kind of figuring all that stuff out. But for right now, it's uh, it's kind of holding steady for the moment. Yeah. Yeah, like I know, I know that kind of stuff is always, um, it always affects you in ways that, you know, um, that you wouldn't think it necessarily would. Um, and it always, you know, sometimes it'll randomly, um, you know, especially when you're really close with the folks um, that do pass, like it, 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 it's tough. Like, um, you know, and it's like, you sort of just have to take it a, <laughs> a <laughs> say day by day. And then I'm having flashbacks to the time I did Godspell. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, my brain's, my brain's a freaking putty. But well, that's um, what, for me last week, it was yeah. just trying to, to help everybody else deal with it as that's normally what both mm -hmm. the man and I do for everything is, you know, take care of everybody else around us first. So it was, <clears throat> it wasn't, um, as much of a shock when I first got there and, um, 
just being able to help everybody else else with a lot of what they were dealing with. They're kind of um, making sure that everything was taken care of. Work was super flexible. Yeah. Um, so I had the ability to help out more than I expected to. Um, and so just kind of getting back here, um, getting through this week of, of work and getting kind of pseudo back on track um, before taking another week off. Um, and, and having a lot there, like it was, I really haven't had the chance to decompress. So I've, I kind of didn't let it hit me either. Um, but I imagine this weekend, once, uh, once I'm able to stop and breathe and take some time, um, to, I, I imagine that's when it'll, it'll start hitting me a little bit more mm-hmm. or hopefully yeah. a lot more. Cause I don't want to, to kind of be a couple months down the road and, and let it all build up until then. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I like, I had a, um, friend I used to, we weren't like super close. Um, but I had a friend who I, uh, played magic with. Um, I actually, when I, the first time I got out of, um, I sold all my cards to get a car, um, I actually sold him my magic part of my magic stuff because mm-hmm. he played with a couple friends and it was, you know, years and years ago. And I, um, so he, in turn, he ended up, uh, starting magic at the card shop that I was playing uh, a couple other games at, uh, they didn't have a magic card before. And then they basically got one because he basically grew it. Um, and, and he passed kind of unexpectedly. He got, um, he had cancer and he, uh, he got really sick. Um, and he, uh, basically died from the, uh, and like he got, it, got, uh, it, he died after he got it removed, like a couple of weeks, he was in the hospital and then he passed. And, um, I have sort of been on and off working on a project for the, uh, the old man, uh, is what we call him. Cause, uh, our first names are the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the card shop up there, um, I've been on and off working on a project uh, for him because they were all really close. Um, the old man, uh, Kev, and the guy that and the guy that passed, they all were kind of uh, sort of the 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 blood, sweat, and tears of that shop, so to speak. And uh, so I've been on and off uh, getting cards uh, of his altered um, um, by a magic artist if, uh, to give to the old man um, so he could have a remembrance uh, as a nice little gift for, for the shop and specifically for the old man. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I had talked to one of his friends to get his cards and I told him about the product, uh, the project I wanted to do. It's, this is, it's, it's, few years um mostly because i've been having to go to gps to to get them done um because they don't have to be in depth because the kind of guy um he was i know he would get a kick out of it um just like you know uh these certain things done for um for him so um and i've been slowly going on and uh getting these cards altered and um I'm sitting there and his friend came by to give me, he'd, he'd been gone for about a couple of years and I, his friend stopped by my, my uh, parents and he gave me the cards and I, you know, you know, I, I thanked him, I asked him how much he wanted for any of it and he said not to worry about it um, because he knew I'd take, I'd take good care of this mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, you know, after he left, I just, I just, I cried for so long just because it was, you know, it, we weren't necessarily close, but um it's one of those few times you get to see like an action that you take bring people happiness Mm -hmm. in a way and um and that kind of of stuff doing something you you would have wanted to do anyway but then yeah seeing the the benefit that it brings to somebody else and seeing kind of the the cathartic release it has for both you and somebody else at the same time yeah so, and, you know, it's, as I said, it's like, it just gets, you know, it really does, um, does get to you, um, in, in ways that you necessarily don't think, um, and it's just like tiny things. And, 
<laughs> um, I remember, like, I, I it was a rich, it was a rich one was the first time when I started getting the stuff altered. And I'm just sitting in front of Noah Bradley. And he's like, "What do you want done?" And I can't even get, I can't even get the word. I couldn't even get the words out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I'm like, "How do I, like, how do you say that you just want to help somebody remember somebody?" You know? But no, but no, I get like it's tough. Like, and over time, like that kind of stuff, you'll you'll process it little by little bit, um, and you might not necessarily think. It's, you know, just making it from one day to the next really is sort of like how you end up processing it because it'll always, it'll always be there. Um, but it's like, it'll hurt, it'll hurt sort of less and less, but it won't completely go away. Yeah, that's what I, I'm... Uh, Figuring at this point, based on us having such a history together, uh, I mean, we've known each other since we were about eight, um, and then sharing so much. Uh, I mean, he was one of the guys I grew up playing Magic with. He uh, he wasn't into Magic as much as the rest of our group, but he played because we liked it. Um, <clears throat> but then him and I really connected over um, a lot of the, the hard rock, heavy metal type stuff, um, and then we've been talking off and on for the past couple of years about getting together to go to a concert and stuff like that. Um, so it, even though we didn't see each other every day, it's still stuff that we ended up uh, interacting uh, digitally uh, through a lot and being able to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. restore a lot of the history that we had. Um, so there's, there's always going to be kind of that little pang whenever we're at a concert or whenever I'm listening to something or, you know, something that I, I would uh, yeah. imagine that, that he would like to, or he would have liked, or, you know, we would have talked about or something. So um, it is something there that's always going to kind of have a little pang. Um, and, you know, the shoulda, woulda, couldas are always going to be there, but hopefully just kind of living it up and again, being able to, to walk through some of the friendships or restore some of the friendships or a lot of the stuff that, uh, maybe has been brought back around. Um, maybe that has been restored or kind of rekindled based off of, uh, kind of the coming together for, for this, um, and his passing is, is a okay side effect. Obviously it's not, it's not something that would in any way, shape or form replace that. But when it does kind of hit you out of left field, as long as you've, you've got those other relationships and, and friendships to, to kind of help soothe some of that, uh, that, that does help a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, you know, connections. I'm it's one of the things I've, I've realized is all about life experiences and connections and, and, and that. Um, but on a brighter note, <laughs> I, uh, I recently, uh, with all my free time, I decided to sign up for Tinder. Interesting. Uh, uh, that way, I could craft arguably what I would consider the best uh, Tinder profile. Uh, my fucking five, yeah, the five hundred character limit. So that's that's going good. Um, let's see, I do have a whole food reference, uh, and it's basically calling it the equivalent of of, uh, of the Epcot Center of supermarkets, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Talk about my love for strawberry milk. So, you know, it's, I'm just showing, I'm just really showing any potential partner, just all the, uh, all the opportunities. The breadth of the spectrum there. (laughs) Yeah, just here you go. I like strawberry milk and consider Whole Foods, the Epcot Center and supermarkets. Yeah, that's, that's that. I also started, um, the next, uh, Donald Reviews Movies, uh, poorly blog entry for whenever we get that going. Um, and it's, uh, it's, uh, Power Rangers. So something a little bit more, uh, within the last year. Oh, interesting. That was, uh, that was the other thing that, that me and my buddy had done recently was for whatever reason, he was watching a shit ton of movies way more than ever. I had the, the thought capacity to do recently. So there were, there were ones where I specifically sent him on, or I put ones in his mind or in his queue so that he could watch them and tell me how they were, as opposed <laughs> to me having to, to go and watch them. Um, and so Power Rangers was the most recent one there. Um, so that's uh, that's an interesting one. I, I'm interested to uh, to see that one. Yeah, it's uh, I, I I give you a little <laughs> a little taste of it uh, uh, here in a little bit, but I got to uh, actually got to get in. I got my uh, the hardest part for me for those is always writing the intro. 
and uh, <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you the synopsis uh, the synopsis sentence uh, as a little teaser. Um, so here we go. <clears throat> so for any listeners who haven't seen this, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but not too much. Uh, a group of teenagers who I assumed got lost on the way to community college diversity photo shoot, reenact their favorite moments from Dawson's Creek. There you go. There you go. So it's kind of like Justice League meets community. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Yeah, (laughs) there's... uh, yeah, so there's, so there's there's actually so there's actually some pretty quality jokes in here so far, but uh, or, or or Donaldisms, which which I like to think of the things that just like almost make you chuckle, mm-hmm. but you're like, ah, oh, okay, all right. So yeah, that, that's another but, thing uh, that when when we do see each other uh, next weekend, uh, depending on how long you guys are going to be out there, uh, we can uh, I can give you a quick uh, rundown on, on what we need to do to get you blogging on the site, and that'll be pretty easy. Cool. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be exciting. Because um, I have that, and then I have another idea for another uh, another blog entry uh, entry series, uh, at least for the next couple years, to to sort of chronicle uh, my my possible uh, overseas journey there. So, kind of jumping off of the the movie aspect there. Um, a couple of episodes ago, we did the Donald's uh, pre-reviews uh, for some of these, so we can we can get back to those for the fall movie sometime soon. So I think we're still yes. in the window of uh, some of the ones coming out that we had already pre-reviewed. Um, but apparently, did you know that there's a movie, a 9/11 movie called 9/11? Oh boy! Hold your old boys because <laughs> it stars in reverse order: Luis Guzman. Who was aforementioned, aforementionedly mentioned on Community? Um, back to my Community College reference. Uh, Gina Gershon, Whoopi Goldberg, and Charlie Sheen. Um, <laughs> oh my god! So the the tagline for this, or the kind of the the one shot description, is. A group of five people find themselves trapped in an elevator in the World Trade Center's North Tower on 9-11. They work together, never giving up hope to try to escape before the unthinkable happens. I have no idea that this movie was getting made. I was just scrolling through IMDb and it came up. Um, I, I have no idea if it's based on anyone's story. Um, if it is, we are in no way disparaging the based on true events that happened or may have inspired it. But just that cast with this type of movie, um, especially now a random 16 years later, um, is one that's just, again, right for both a pre-review and an actual review. Um, so that, that's one that, uh, whenever it does come out, we'll have to, we'll have to get eyes on and, and see what it's all about. This movie <laughs> sounds so bad. This just sounds, yeah, you ever, it's you know it's you're watching something terrible happen and you just can't look away you know be it the hindenburg exploding if you're old enough uh to remember that uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, puts, that would put that prospective listener at what 100 and <laughs> 100 and some change really popular in the geriatric community <laughs> yeah well i mean they're keeping up with technology i mean if you know they were there and you know they were listening on the uh, the telegraph then then you know <laughs> beep, 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 beep. no <laughs> but yeah that just sounds that sounds okay Luis goose Guzman um is just not a strong actor i understand he's substantially more successful than i am i'm not hating on him um it's cool. I think I think he's charming in a way, but he's not. He's not a. He's not a. He's not. He's not nine eleven movie material. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were like, you know, okay, you got like Bill Pullman, and you know, it's like it's like okay, you take Jackie Chan, uh, uh, you know, Chris Tucker, as a cast of Rush Hour, uh, you know, like okay, <laughs> <laughs> you you take you take you and then like. Uh, Kelsey Grammer, like it's like, why and what world, like do these 
just I I want to talk to. I don't even care about the movie or the script because I guarantee the scripts. I, this almost feels like a Clint Eastwood joint because mm-hmm. he seems seems like he would do that. Now I will say that Clint Eastwood is a good director. I have liked several of his films, um, but um, you know, and he is a very pro American director um, where his stuff almost. Um, to the point where some of his stuff feels almost a little uh, propaganda-y, but um, you know, old white guy good, minorities bad, basically is. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> looking at it, it doesn't look like there's anybody of name as far as nobody I'm recognizing as far as director, producer, or anything. So I'm not sure the the lineage of of some of this or, or kind of how it got made, but it looks like there's some backstory to it, or um, maybe it was based on a play originally. Um, so that would be, be interesting, but that's, yeah, definitely a, uh, um, a, a hell of an ensemble uh, or eclectic cask, I, I guess is, uh, is the, the better word there. I, man, I guess like maybe somebody needs to write off something, whatever studio that is. Cause I, you know, I feel, excuse me, uh, it's the beer, the, uh, you know, tragedy movies like that, I always feel, um, in a way, I, I always feel it's like a little disingenuous, you know. Now, I don't know the specifics of it, but generally I feel um, that tr- movies based off of tragedies like that um, aren't, uh, aren't, I don't think they're ethically, I would say ethically or morally right, but... Um, they almost feel like kind of like cash grabs sometimes where it's like, Hey, do you remember living through this really traumatic thing that happened in America? Let's relive it again. Give us 30 bucks first. Yeah. And you can watch it in 3d and you're like, Oh, like I don't, I, and I think it does a disservice to those lives that get lost in those things too, because in the end, you know, this part, these people died and you want to capitalize on their deaths. Like, I just, I, I, I have fundamental issues with some, uh, we're, we're going to get, we're, we're going to get a little off the rails here. So just, just, just hang on. <laughs> um, I, there are some things that I always feel shouldn't be something that people can profit off of, mm-hmm. um, healthcare, education, the deaths of people, like, <laughs> um, you know, just things like, I mean, I don't know, I, maybe I'm crazy, but I'm not, I want to make it clear, you know, it's like, I'm not anti-capitalist, but there are certain things that should, you know, should kind of just be off limits for basic human decency. But, um, no, I'm not saying, you know, those things shouldn't, those things should be free or whatever, but there's a lot of, you could just, you can see, you can, sometimes you can physically see the greed and, you know, but, um, yeah, like I just, uh, I mean, gosh, like if, could you imagine if you lost some, well, you imagine you lost someone in that tragedy and then. Yeah, that's fucking... kind of the, the double-edged sword though, just in general where like, I mean, if that's the case, like you're going to be reminded of it anyway, like with something that size. Um, but it, it is something where it's, it is kind of just like drudging that up every time. Yeah, like, it's just, I don't, it's weird, because it's like, what possibly, it's like, you know, where's your Oklahoma City bombing movie, Mm -hmm. you know? That's kind Um, of glorifying it or something like that. Yeah, like, you know, it was, this is, you know, it was one of those days that we were all united as as Americans, holy crap. Human Americans? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, human American. So um, it, we were all united as uh, Americans, and the thing thing is too is that it was a very large attack uh, on U.S. soil, but also on aliens. And you know, in that way, it's like different. It, it's different than Pearl Harbor, um, because civilians aren't supposed to find themselves in in those situations. And the fact that you de- you're still dealing with people that um, the first responders that are getting, that were getting cancer um, and still dealing with some of that, the, the after effects of that, mm-hmm. 
Um, like, it's just, I don't know, it just feels a bit distasteful. Um, and I have a very, I, I'm pretty liberal when it comes to taste. <laughs> and it's just like, do you need, like, you, no one's going to forget that. Yeah. How is Whoopi Goldberg going to make me feel better? Yeah, again, how is it uh, similar to like what we talked about before with stand-up comedy? Like, how, how are you making it unique or how are you adding something new to it as opposed to just kind of dredging it up on its own? You know, if I wanted, you know, if I wanted a like, because the only way you can really go with it, it can't be a comedy. Yeah. Like, for fuck's sake, like, you know, it well, can't be a was, comedy. It would, have, that... it would have Nick Cage in it in that role instead, so. <laughs> and Charlie Sheen's role. Yeah. I mean, and how are you supposed to tell? I mean, you have Charlie Sheen, Guzman, and Goldberg. Like, I mean, okay, I guess I'm just making shit up, but didn't Whoopi, Whoopi has an Oscar, doesn't she? Uh, yes, I believe for the color purple. Yeah. So like, I mean, uh, like, you know, but I'm not, and I'm not shitting on Whoopi Goldberg. She's a, she, I think she's, she has one of the, the, the goat. Uh, you got, you got, yeah, there we go. Um, I don't know. It's like, I'm just making up shit. The greatest of all time. <laughs> yeah. Whoopi Goldberg is the, no, like, um, no, it's just a very, I just, that's just a very bizarre cast movie topic, everything. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I don't know. I don't know what America, who like what Americans want to relive that. Yeah. Like I, that's I, not, I, I've seen no, it's coming out sometime soon. So I've, I've seen absolutely zero marketing for it aside from what was on, um, what was just on IMDb of just the, mm-hmm. the movie coming out. Um, so I can only yeah. imagine that that's pretty much exactly what it is, where it's just like, yep, nobody really wants anything to do with it. And you know, what's insane is that the, so I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but there was actually, uh, when nine 11 happened, there were actually some documentary filmmakers with some of the New York, uh, New York city fire departments. And those like, those that documentary from basically inside 911 was re wasn't I, I I could be talking my ass it wasn't initially sold and was actually just distributed uh, over primetime television with no commercials yeah uh, so it like wasn't like they were trying to capitalize on anything with that one like it's just I don't I don't know like uh, but speaking of um, U.S. history attacks in Pearl Harbor. Uh, have you seen the Defenders yet? Uh, I haven't. Um, so I should say I've only seen one eighth of it because I saw the first episode uh, when they aired that at Comic Con when we were at the Defenders panel. Um, so I I know the setup and I know some of it, but I, I unfortunately have not been able to watch the Defenders because I was going to stay up and binge it on Friday, um, but Friday night was the night of my buddy's viewing. Um, just exhausted, yada, yada, yada. And then now we get to, to today, we're trying to catch back up. So that's something where I want to try to catch up um, this weekend on it. Um, but I, I know of it, but I, and I kind of okay. know the storyline, but. I, uh, I did finish it. Uh, my spoiler free, uh, free review is um, basically deals with the fact that I'm, I'm a bit traumatized from the Defender series based on the uh, number of jump cuts and Dutch angles in it. I honestly thought I was watching a Michael Bay movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, they, they went very overboard um, with those. And now that you know that, whenever you get around to watching it, you're just going to be like, oh, wow, Donald was right. Like, <laughs> there's some points where it's pretty, ugh, it's pretty rough, but. Uh, well, also, I, I kind of got that feeling from at least the the first episode because they were still getting everybody uh, together. So there was a lot of um, there's a lot of people that were still or they, they were basically having like cuts between like six different groups of people. Um, so I, I can imagine that it was kind of still going the same way. Yeah, the uh, there's a series of shots in that where it goes from Dutch angle to even Dutcher angle angle to sideways angle back to regular and it's the most like early late or early 2000s late 90s thing i've ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. 
And also, if you didn't know, Danny Rand is Iron Fist. So uh, <laughs> there's there's uh, uh, they 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 uh, the writers like to remind you of that every 13 seconds, pretty pretty regularly. Yeah, it's 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 a good Jake Finn's dialogue for that is a good th- third. Iron Fist related to I'm the Iron Fist <laughs> or I have to I have to the, I'm the Iron Fist or Defender of Kun Lan or whatever yeah. that place is. Kun Lan. <laughs> that, that's uh that's 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 pretty much about a third of his dialogue, so So kind of jumping off oh. of there from uh from what we had talked about before, um of going into or where we kind of signed off about talking before your your Donner reviews movies poorly uh, last time, um, and I talked about some of the stuff we had going on on our end afterwards, where we went to go see Ron Funches, um, and so that was just a, a hell of a night. Um, <clears throat> it was probably one of the, I would have to say one of the, the best, it, it definitely one of the best uh, uh, live comedy shows I've ever seen. Um, and it's, I mean, if he had that as a special, like, I mean, that would be something that we, we ended up watching uh, pretty much every night as, as we go to sleep watching uh, stand-up comedy most nights. Um, so, I mean, we've been to, being here, we've been to um, uh, a couple of the different places for, for improv. We haven't done too much uh, local stand-up, um, but we've hit a couple of stand-up acts. Like, uh, we were here for uh, Pete Holmes' latest special uh, taping. We were at that. Um, Louis CK had some stuff last year, um, in September ish, I want to say, um, before he taped his last special. Uh, so we were, we were at that one. So those are some bigger shows. Um, but this was just a, a smaller show right down the road from us. Um, and I had never been there before, so I didn't know what to expect as far as just a venue or whatever. Um, we weren't really, we weren't really planning to get super close. Um, but just based on how everything worked out, we, um, like we went over there early-ish, uh, grabbed dinner, because um, I didn't want to Uber over because it's just a matter of catching an Uber back after the show was, so I wanted to make sure we got over there early so we could drive um, and park, um, and then so we went over there, parked, ate some amazing barbecue. There's a barbecue place over that way that I've been wanting to get to since we moved in. Um, so similarly, I keep uh, basically everything that's been like in a, like a, a mile radius of us that I wanted to check out. It only took me 16 months. So I, I th- think if we keep actually no longer than that, cause I can't add um, 20 months. So if we, if we keep going, maybe I'll, I'll have most of the stuff that I wanted to check out in our neighborhood um, done within, you know, seven years or something. Um, but I had some amazing barbecue and then we were just walking out and walked over that way. It's like, well, it's not too much longer so we can just wait in line and then go in. And so we were legitimately like the third or fourth people um, in line. Um, to wait to get inside because we'd already had like GA tickets or whatever. So we're waiting in line and then they come out and say, yeah, there's going to be a metal detector. And like, if there's any bags or whatever, we'll search and and stuff like that, which is what they normally do. Um, So it was interesting because as soon as we started going in and they saw what they were searching, the guy in front of us left his wife slash girlfriend and booked it to the right and told his wife slash girlfriend partner to go inside. Um, So I'm imagining he had something on him that he didn't want anybody else to find. Um, which is odd going to a Ron Funches show that he would be worried about them getting him busted for weed since one of Ron Funches' other shows is get high and watch wrestling. Um, so it was interesting where he just kind of booked it to the car and then came back later because I saw him back upstairs later. Um, but we were able to get in and then we just walked oh, in. Oh, maybe it was an assassination attempt. Yeah, it, well, or he just, you know, decided to go do something or and then come back later. Um, but uh, we... we uh, got upstairs and just walked in. It's like, Oh, okay. It's a big open floor. There's nobody else there. And then there's just rows of seats. And so we're like, where do you want to sit? And it, it, so basically like imagine like a old, like elementary school gymnasium where like the stage is like at, at like one end and like, then it's just like set up for like seats on the floor or whatever. That's like what the, the setup uh, of the venue was. So I was just like, Oh, well, why don't we go all the way up front? Because there's nobody else there. Um, so that was, we ended up getting front row seats to, to the show. Um, and nobody, nobody like was there before. So we were legitimately like the first people to sit down 
just through happenstance. Um, and uh, so we ended up getting like drinks or whatever, and then sitting down. We still had like half an hour to kill, and so me being um, an obnoxious Boy Scout like type, even though I I never was in the Boy Scouts, but I tend to overpack for everything. I had packed the switch with us since we had just got the cow- the travel case for it. Um, so what did we do? We were sitting down in the front row, and then we just break out the switch and started playing Mario Kart for a half hour. Um, and so other people started filling in. We were completely oblivious to like anything going on around us. All we were doing was sitting there playing the switch the entire time. Um, and so, so that was just like, again, on the night, it was kind of a good thing on top of a good thing. Um, he had uh, two opening acts and then he came on. Um, one of the other guys, the, the first opening act was a local guy. He had some really good stuff. Um, the middle guy was okay. He had some okay stuff here and there, but wasn't, Amanda and I both agreed that we kind of liked the first guy first. Um, but Ron's set was, was pretty, uh, was pretty impressive for what I expected him to, to do. Um, I mean, he was out there for a good, you know, 75 minutes start to finish. Um, so just having that be the, the entire time was, was pretty impressive. Um, and he's originally from the Chicago area. So, uh, he has some family in the area still, but then he had his mom and his aunt here, um, at the show, like at, on the side. So that was like an interesting perspective of having, uh, like every time he, like he told a joke or he would like throw a joke to them or like, or do like a tag on a joke to them. Um, so that was, that was pretty interesting and, and kind of, it, it gave a little like special, uh, uh, stuff to it. But the, there's two big places that, um, I, I don't, I don't think I told you about this yet. Uh, either on Facebook or elsewhere. Um, but he, he started talking about something. Um, and then, like, he opened up into, like, his big story uh, at the, the start of the show where he, he got into a fight in Canada, um, which he thought was outlawed. Um, but uh, <laughs> he got into a fight at a, at a Canadian weed dispensary because uh, some guy was going crazy and they, they weren't going to sell him weed without his ID and that was the only thing they needed from him, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, it's just, it's a much longer joke. Um, but in, in, in turn of that, like he ends up, um, getting, he, he ends up saying like in the middle of the fight, he, he gets hit. Um, and so it's, it was unexpected. And, uh, I mean, there's much more there to it. Um, but then like one of the, one of the tags that he throws on it was like, I don't know what's going on. Is this real time or is this turn based? Um, and so it was just, it was a complete throwaway line, but it was something that I just, I loved and like, and was like cackling with up front. Um, and just based on, you know, being close to the stage up front, no one in front of us, um, my shining bald head with the, you know, the, the blue stage light shining off of it. Uh, he could, he could barely easily see me and, and make it out. Um, so he's like, Oh, okay, here's, here's my, my nerd up front. Um, and so, so <laughs> Amanda was just looking at me like, you're a ridiculous nerd. And I was like, yep, I was, because all I was thinking about was Final Fantasy when he was saying that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then so, I mean, because again, if you think about it, like any other time you've been in a real fight, it's all you're doing is just going, you know, uh, going ham. But then any other time you're playing video games, it's like, yeah, it's turn-based. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he... It, we a little bit more into it. He starts talking, um, and he starts talking about like he just likes to play video games and, and the types of video games that played. Um, and then he he ends up uh, so he starts talking about like he likes the, the video games he likes to or the most video games that like Americans like to play are like let's shoot people, let's kill zombies, let's shoot zombies, blah blah blah. Um, but then he ends up going into he's like, but the video games I like to play, um, you're you're in a high school. There's et cetera et cetera all this other stuff. And he starts going into the exact description of Persona 5. Um, and <laughs> so this was, again, the night before we recorded and you gave us the the big in-depth overview of Persona 5. Um, so he, like he, he ends up, he's going in there talking about it and, and then uh, covering some of the same stuff that, that you had talked about already as far as why you liked it and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, he, he gets to a punchline or whatever. And I start, uh, like clapping or, or laughing or, or whatever. Um, and he's like, Oh, okay. Uh, I see you. Here's my, my nerd up front again. Um, and then, so like 
he, he kept calling out to me. So that was for me, like I was, I was awesome. Uh, I, I felt awesome that way because it was again, laughing at just nerd humor the entire time. Um, and, and so there, he had a lot of punchlines that I was in tears. Amanda was asking if I was okay. Um, so I'm hoping he ends up turning the, turning what he had, or at least, you know, a good portion of that into a, uh, a special sometime soon. Cause, uh, uh that would be something that I'd, I'd watch repeatedly. He's got one special on Spotify now um, that I've listened to and, and kind of like have on repeat in the car. Um, but just everything that he touched on from, you know, the, the Canada fight story to, to technology, to his son, um, to uh, uh, just touring and, and, you know, uh, his dating life now. So similar to, to Tinder. Um and, and everything it en- it ended up being something that uh, I it my by the end of the night my face hurt so hard from just laughing and <laughs> smiling and looking like a doofus the entire time um, but but it was well worth it and I mean it was probably uh, for the money like uh, again it was tickets were twenty five bucks and it's probably the largest the the largest yeah the hardest I've laughed um, at, at any comedy show that, I, that I've been to. So it was, it was well worth it. So um, I know he just wrapped up that tour, which was the Funchamania tour, um, which he had an awesome graphic for that was him with a feather boa and a, uh, the old school WWF heavyweight belt, um, which I was hoping they had on shorts. Uh, yes. Um, but the shirts he had were just kind of a screen print uh, or, or, I don't know if it was a screen printer or heat transfer, but they weren't great. But if he ends up selling more, I'll get those. Um, so the tour itself, I think, ended. Um, but uh, he's got a bunch of other stand-up dates coming up soon. So uh, if if you if any of our listeners are in the area where where they're able to do that, um, I would definitely recommend it. Just because, uh, again, for for one of the um, for a. a relatively inexpensive night of entertainment you'll you'll definitely uh, get your money's worth and and kind of get your uh your your funny bone uh trained yeah rana funch is is arguably someone i feel uh i would get along with splendidly mm-hmm. and uh be someone who deserves so much more recognition than they get um he he is the reason that uh i would tune in to watch at midnight is because that dude is so fucking funny, and on at midnight he was he was amazing. Like he was so funny on at midnight. It was well, absolutely was, bananas. Similarly, I mean, all the stuff. Like I was a huge, or I'm a huge Chris Hardwick fan. But you know, after the initial cachet of just at midnight in general, kind of wore off. Like then it just became about like who who the guests were and like which which yeah. guest was going to be which one. Um, and so, I mean, so that really ended up being, um, the deciding factor of whether I, I watched it each, each day was, uh, if, mm-hmm. if he was on, because it, when he's on there, they're just hands down, goddamn ridiculous. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he is, he is one of my favorites and, uh, I would love a chance to actually see him, uh, see him. Um, I had a chance to see Mark Marin a couple, cause he was in town a few months ago. Uh, I'm definitely planning on seeing John Mulaney when he comes in January um, because he's, he's somebody who makes me laugh so much Mm -hmm. because like, I feel like I would be friends with John Mulaney, but I wouldn't be good friends because like he would get all weird on me. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, he, I, his standups were arguably some of the best things I'd seen on Netflix um, until that second Dave Chappelle stand up. Well, so there were Which a couple. Was, uh, oh God, that... There were a couple of lines that that uh, Ron Funches had where, like, I just looked at a man and I was like, it, like I could close my eyes and it just sounds like I'm talking to Don right now uh, because they're like just with <laughs> the conversations that we have here, uh, the conversations that we've had in person. Um, a lot of that where it was just like the you know similar punchlines or just topics or um, just like with some of the random tags that he was throwing on the end of things. Um, it was. Uh, and and how like just topical they were, but then how like out of left field they were at the same time. Uh, it was it was awesome. Where and then he just being like he was like oh okay I see I see what you guys like and so like he just kept coming back to like this, the most <laughs> random things. Um, so it was pretty good uh, to to kind of just be there and because I I imagine with that being a 
ne- I think one of the next to last shows, um, but then also kind of being like a hometown show for him and stuff like that. He ended up uh, probably going a little bit longer with his with family being there and stuff like that too. So um, it was cool to be there to experience it. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, uh, well, speak, not speaking of that, but speaking of Chicago, I know there are some areas there that had full totality of the uh, the eclipse there. Did you guys get to, to see any of that? So not technically near Chicago. So there was uh, places south uh, of us. Um, so it was about as far okay. south in Illinois as you can go. Um, the general Chicago area was uh, pretty overcast the whole day, um, uh, which didn't make for amazing viewing, but that didn't stop people from basically crowding the Adler planetarium and just being outside. Um, they showed a picture there where like the planetarium was about as packed as like Grant Park was whenever they have like Lollapalooza. Um, but, uh, uh, we were able to, to see some of it just, uh, with it, like peeking through some of the clouds you could kind of see the, just the moon overlaying the, the sun a little bit. Um, I do know of a couple friends, like we had some friends who went down to Nashville for it um, mm-hmm. and posted pictures and they said it was like the, the most amazing thing they ever uh, um, saw in their life. There was another friend who she was, I want to say near St. Louis somewhere, uh, posted pictures and, and she said it was awesome. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other people that, that were uh, going some other places. Um, but with all of that said, um, and I'm also generally in the camp of um, uh, let people enjoy things. And also, you know, if it's science and it's knowledgeable, you know, the more hype, the more excitation, the better. I could just give less than a shit about the eclipse. Um, and so <laughs> I, I don't know if it's with everything else I have going on. Um, with, you know, just having, or just, you know, going through a, a week of, of hell of uh, having to, to bury a friend. Um, but then there's just more and more and more that like everybody was covering it. And I just didn't care. Like I, I was, there was actually a little, uh, you know, sadistic part of me that was happy it was overcast because all the people that were freaking out here about it were not getting treated <laughs> to anything. Um, you know, it, for the people that did get an awesome view of it and were happy about it. Great. Um, but the, the rest of the people I was like, uh, okay, that's fine. I, I still got shit to do. Okay. That's two o'clock. Okay. We're going back to regularly scheduled programming now. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much it. We were, uh, we were at 94% and around here, everybody, basically, uh, the good old American, the good old American, uh, everybody's a businessman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they basically bought out all the, all the eclipse glasses yep. and basically were just scalping them for, 30 to 40 times what they paid for him. Um, so, you know, which is good. Um, and truly, truly uh, captures part of the, uh, the American spirit there. Um, instead of helping, helping others become great while well, becoming great themselves. Yeah, but, so it's hey. Sunday we were heading back to the airport and uh, on the way back to the airport, we stopped at my oldest friend's house uh, for breakfast since they're kind of near that area. Um, and before we got to the house, we stopped to, to get some stuff to drink, um, and walked into Seven Eleven. and on the door they had written in like two, like eight and a half by 11 sheets of printer paper, just like handwritten, like all out of eclipse glasses. And I'm like, if I'm going to Seven Eleven for eclipse glasses, I don't really think like that's going to be the, the, the place that I would, I, if I'm expecting to go to, uh, Seven Eleven to look for eclipse glasses or if that's on my you know rundown list of places to go look for eclipse glasses uh it's you know uh i could end up sitting this one out if if i'm waiting on uh some some big gulp glasses to make it through um so uh so yeah i mean just seeing everybody else going with them and seeing the the abundance of uh of uh other glasses and stuff that were going on like um i'm happy and like i mean we built the the you know the DIY eclipse viewers back in in elementary school and in middle school like uh, a couple of times so like I I'm, I mean I'm used to kind of seeing that and all the pinhole cameras and stuff like that um, and so for like all the science nerds that were happy to get into it and were actually actively doing something about it like I had some some friends who were doing stuff with uh, some cool things with telescopes or some other stuff like that's cool but then if all you're doing is just like standing there looking up taking a picture and going. Okay, it's still Monday afternoon. Yeah. We can keep going. 
Like I just didn't really care. So I, I didn't have the, the capacity to do anything more than that. So I just, I was not of interest to it at, at any, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So what I did was basically, I was like, I tried, I tried to, I drove around a little bit looking for them and was just like, uh, I can't find these. This is not great. Um, it was like, whatever. I, I came back home and was like, I basically said a plan. I talked about everybody. I was like, look, dude, I was like, Look, we're just gonna look at this thing for like a second through like three pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> we're gonna wait for the point and be like, "Oh, neat! I saw it. Cool." And like that was pretty much it. Like we talked a little bit, played uh, played uh, some of you Hakusho TCG, uh, which is you know one of the things that I, I love weird things and I love dead trading card games mm-hmm. uh, because they're cheap. And this one's absolutely busted. So. Uh, Nice little break from, you know, because you treat them like board games. But so he played a little bit of that, went outside, hold up a couple of sunglasses, be like, oh shit, there's, you know, the, the moon's in front of the sun. That looks neat. And it's like, all right, well, let's. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, that's what I'm like. I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to sit here and watch this. Like, you know, it's like I kind of saw the feed on, you know, I had, saw a little bit of the feed. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not in the path of the totality. So. You know, I can see some of, I can see most of it covered, which is cool. But other than that, it's just like whatever. So, well, and then for me, it was just like, no matter where you are, or what you're doing, like it's not going to be anything different than you've ever seen before. As far as like anytime they've represented an eclipse anywhere, it's the moon going in front of the sun, and then you have a ring of light, and then it moves out of it. So it's like. Yeah. It's not something you've never seen before. Like conceptually, it could blow your mind. And like one of the the local uh, um, Chicago meteorologists, I, th- I think he was down in the southern part of Illinois for it. Um, and then like it was starting to approach totality, and he, like he started getting like choked up, and he got emotional on the um, on air or whatever. And so that that's been like a running meme or a running gag for like the um, <laughs> some of the other like a lot of the other like local stuff, or even just on the channel itself. Um, and so I'm just like. I'm hoping there's some additional context here because if it's just the eclipse, then, uh, I mean, again, I, I hate to shit on things that people just like to enjoy, but for me, it was just, it was way overblown. And then it's like, Oh yeah. Now we're just back to Monday and it's like, okay. And like, again, like we, we were talking, uh, on messenger, like people are RSVPing to the Facebook event for the one that's coming in seven (laughs) years from now. It's like, a, that's quite a long way away. You're probably not going to be as interested. And B, it's cute that you think we'll have functioning society that's actually still standing in seven years. So, you know, <laughs> take that too. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's definitely not going to be the, the place that you need to go um, to uh, – uh, I mean, if you're making that your priority now, I mean, you might want to buy up all those Eclipse glasses and, and hoard them. But uh, I, I think we'll probably have bigger things to worry about in seven years than, uh, than just the, the, the next uh, iteration of the Eclipse. Yeah, my thing was is basically in seven years if I'm still over, um, because like I, I, my my plan is I'm going to take like a week trip, just to make sure I want to do it, and then after that try and find some work, um, and then just see how long I could write the visa. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if I'm still over there, there's two things. Since because I'm planning on going to Japan, there, there's two things I'm working on right now. I, I'm thinking of like secret ways to piss off my Japanese coworkers, and. <laughs> And two, and two, I I need to get really good at baseball in case I play on like a on like a work league. Well, I I don't that think way you I need can, to uh... find secret ways of doing that. I mean, I think there's probably going to be pretty <laughs> plenty of pretty easy ways, which I can usually say yeah. easily um, for you to do that just outright. So I, I think that would be fine. Um, but then uh, also, uh, yeah, I mean, you can just go the the full Mister Three Thousand and and just go, uh, you know, go. Uh, killer softball league over there oh yeah like it, so part of the part of the part of the reason uh, part of the ways i decided just like i could probably just drive them bananas is that i'm over there in seven years and be like hey boss i'm gonna need a week off uh i'm gonna need a week off why i'm back to america oh did something happen with your family like no uh the moon's going in front of the sun in texas yeah so well, and, and that was the interesting thing this like, moon around time um, or for that. Uh, I mean, one, one of my favorite shows at the time when it was on before it got destroyed by the writer strike was Heroes, um, 
and that was the whole big thing for that and the the mythos there was was based on the eclipse um so that was tons of stuff in my feed uh, about that as far as you know them starting up again or, or just sharing a lot of pictures and and kind of uh advertising the the series and everything again um where you know you never know you could wind up with superpowers afterwards so you know see how that goes yeah yeah probably not though i uh I was like, because I, and of course, you know, because I don't have anything else to do. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh man, well, I did look at the sun, but I looked through a couple pairs of sunglasses. Am I going to be blind for the rest of my life now? Like, even though I know the reason that Galileo went blind, which is that's what they, they all teach us. Like you look at the sun. You, uh, the reason he went blind is because he looked at the sun repeatedly through a fucking telescope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, well, Duh. Like, man, this light's really bright. I know. I'm going to look at it closer. Like, like uh, duh. Of course that's going to happen. But I don't know. I just well, love the, uh, all the. <laughs> worst case, it just qualifies you to be president since, you know, he looks at it without, a sun, without any sunglasses on. So it can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was pretty, pretty fun. Um, but yeah, like I wasn't like really going to go watch it and stuff because, you know, I was into space and stuff when I was a kid. Like, you know, I had a little um, little discovery, you know, spaceship and some spacemans. And we went to the planetary like uh, the planetarium, you know, quite a bit. I had glow in the dark stars. I, uh, I wanted to be an astro like I wanted to be, you know, either an artist or an astronaut uh, until I realized I was afraid of heights. Astronaut was on and, one of uh, things uh, really early on as far as uh, um, one of the, the things to – when you take those uh, – uh, I forget what the – basically like the proclivity test or whatever they call it for yeah. uh, in like elementary school and middle school. Like astronaut was based on my answers, one of the things that was in there. So similarly, I've always had a fascination for space, but this was just something that was uh, kind of setting the bar really low for that. Yeah, mine, I remember we took one in, like, seventh grade or some shit, and it was either always, like, athlete, uh, artist, musician, like, all like all the fun careers a kid should get, uh, or, you know, a, a kid would get, but, like, you know, none of the, I, like, I mean, I, I would just feel bad for the kid who's like, you should be an accountant, like, <laughs> like, I mean, that kid's like, I mean, you can't dream to be an accountant. You know, if you're a scientist, you know, crazy mathematician or whatever, like that all like that's something you could find something, come up with a new theorem, discover fucking a cool chemical reaction, do cool shit. What does an accountant do? And of course, somebody's going to be like accountants are the backbone of of society. You ignorant fuck. But like, (laughs) like, I don't know, like there's, you know, I just feel bad. You know, I kind of feel I mean, I would be bummed as a kid. Well, what are you, then, Jeremiah? Like it says, <laughs> like similar to like what I uh, when when I took the other test. Like I want to say, I'm pretty sure that was high school. Um, it ended up being where the two main, le- legitimately, the two main things that it ended up um, recommending for like uh, career paths were rocket scientist or gynecologist. Now, those are two very <laughs> different things, but, you know, that's what it ended up saying. Um, uh, that's what it ended up saying as far as, like, based on my answers, this is what you could be. So it went from, like, elementary school astronaut to now once I'm in high school, you can be a gynecologist or a rocket scientist. Um, so, you know, I don't know if they'll need gynecology once you get to Mars, um, but that's something <laughs> else that, you know, could be there as well. Or... Or you can combine the two and just design pocket rockets for the rest of your life. Yeah. That, that works too. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and time out after we, uh, after we finish this podcast. Well, I, I mean, I think that's a good one to end on. I mean, uh, you can't, you can't really get much better than that. <laughs> oh, shoot. I think we, we, oh, shoot. we were supposed to go over um, that step movie, weren't we? Uh, I honestly don't oh, remember a, which one it was. That was the one you saw recently. Uh, yeah, it was the one I got the the passes for. I know. <clears throat> yeah, I saw I saw that. Uh, it was a, a few weeks ago, maybe three. 
I don't remember. Like, I remember the movie, but I, uh, I'm so, well, I still don't remember the movie. It was, uh, one heck of a, it was a good movie. Nice little few, uh, about, uh, young black women trying to come up with something better for themselves in life. Basically, you follow this step team in a school in Baltimore around uh, 2015 as they all uh, as they all start to graduate and find um, and start to go off to college. The one thing that I learned is that I, I sat next to a uh, older black woman, and all of her reactions were the exact same at the exact same time. Okay, to the exact same things. So I am very confused about what. <laughs> uh, yeah. But like, there's a, there's a point where one of the uh, one of the people in the documentary they mentioned this person's GPA is like one point seven, and me and the, the black lady and I just go, mm, you ain't doing nothing with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the execs. So you, you found your peer crowd with a one seven. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. It was uh, it was it was it was a fun little uh, fun little movie. Um, you know, nice to see. Um, Someone follow, uh, you know, uh, uh, a primarily uh, primarily black school in Baltimore um, with kids going from all the way from John Hopkins, you know, down to like junior colleges to get their, you know, basically getting their self together um, and trying to better themselves, which is important, which mm-hmm. I don't think uh, in media we portray, um, especially we don't we don't take the time to portray black women in positive light. Um a lot of the time and uh, it was it was nice to see it was nice to see that and it felt honest which is what you want from a documentary it was cool seeing these kids follow you know trying to follow their dreams and being what they you know trying to do the best they can be mm-hmm. um so it was cool that was good like i do recommend it if it comes up in like an art house or something here yeah um you know i i would recommend checking it out um if you like feel good stories um and you know, if you want something that's kind of like a, a little, a little heartwarming, um, and like the idea of just the raw interaction between people. But yeah, no, I would recommend. It. I'd probably get that. Probably get like a maybe a three, three star out of five. Not bad. I mean, it's <laughs> definitely something that I would put on my list based on um, a lot of the other stuff we've been watching, or again with everything going on, just wanting to to watch more feel good stuff than than anything else right now. So that that's something that I, I'll definitely. Uh, add on my uh, mental queue if not you know netflix or, or streaming queue should it make it to anything yes yes the uh man oh man feel good stuff i've been i've been watching a lot of that i'm uh i think i'm at i think i'm at 70 at 70 anime series now uh <laughs> it is it is too much i don't even like anime like that but i'm mm-hmm. paying for the service oh because I, I wanted to watch space nandy yeah just consume as much as you can. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think if I consume it all, I can send up an angry email and be like, "Hey, I've reached the um, end." Yeah, so I've completed your service. Um, do you guys got anything else? Yeah. <laughs> can I have some more, please? <laughs> and maybe, maybe it's like you unlock like the secret, the secret code, or they're like, "Yeah, put in the Konami bar menu and." And uh, you'll get all the sweet, cool stuff that we're hiding from people. But yeah, so we covered that. Covered the eclipse. Covered Ron Funches. Little little movie talk. So uh, I, I'm planning to bring the uh, the podcast recorder to the, to the beach with me. So depending on what we've got going on, uh, we can either catch random shit as it happens, um, or depending on on how uh, long people are there and, and how much time we've got. Uh, we might be able to grab some time and, and record something then. So uh, we'll uh, try to see what we got going on uh, early next week. Probably won't get around to it just based off of the craziness and hecticness that we have before planning to, to hit it out that way. Um, but then depending <laughs> on when, when you guys get into town, uh, what we've got going on Saturday morning, uh, I've got some, some magic stuff that I bring in. So uh, depending on how many people get into town early, um, you know, we can do a conspiracy draft. We can just do some commander play. Um, so we could, you know, record a podcast while we play. Uh, we could do a specific podcast depending on who's there. Uh, but just have that just as a kind of going mobile for maybe a, a first a live episode for episode 20. So uh, that should be good. Uh, it's, 
it's exciting. I know I'm heading up. Uh, I'm not magically going to find work in a week. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm probably going to head up early. Um, I'm going to try, uh, depending on how addicted I get to the batting cages, uh, because I, that's one thing I just want to, I just want to, like, when I go over there and I get in that Japanese work league and they're like, oh, we're playing whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to have a really good fastball and I want to just be able to knock it out of the park. <laughs> and I, I figured. I figured your average Japanese worker probably can throw maybe around 50 miles an hour. So if I go over there with a 70, 75 mile an hour fastball and just learning how to just beat the crap out of that ball when I bat, I think it'll be pretty, I think it'll be a pretty good, uh, pretty good experience. I mean, that's definitely, it's definitely good to have goals. So, I mean, if that's what you're going after, I mean, you, you definitely uh, run that down. <laughs> so I That'll mean I think that's the best best way to leave it this week is you know you know have dreams and chase them down. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>